Greetings and welcome to the Pure Report. I'm your host, Rob Ludeman. It's time to bring the orange with a special guest and soon to be, actually, I guess right now, we're introducing you as the as a new co-host, Mr. Sam Maricini. Welcome, that sir. That is absolutely amazing, Rob. Thank you so much. And if I can, hello and welcome back to the Pure Report, your connection to pure storage technologies, products, and solutions. And this is absolutely amazing. Thank you for having me. And this is exciting times here, exciting times in the industry. I love it. You must It must have been felt really good to say that again. It, 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 it's absolutely incredible. For those I who know you. you and where you came from, right? Yeah, you know, and, and that's all good. That's uh, There's so much in front of us, and that's what I love to focus on. Seeing, like you said, painting it orange, because it's amazing. And some of the things that I'm learning and some of the things that I'm now internalizing are absolutely amazing in how Pure is changing the way that our customers are addressing, deploying, and managing storage and beyond. It's amazing. It's got to be nice and eye-opening for you as well. Well, let's back up. Tell the folks who are maybe not familiar with you where you came from, what you're doing now at Pure. You joined recently to be a field technology evangelist, but you have some experience in this I, area. Absolutely. Right? So I've been in the, in the industry for 26 years. I'm on Twitter, at Sam Maricini. Right on. Uh, I, you can find me in my history there if you tend to go look for it. But I like to focus on the future, uh, Rob. So when, when you think about that, the way things are changing and what's going on from an evergreen point of view, right? We talk about effortless, efficient, and evergreen. Evergreen is not marketing. This is real. This is the ability for our customers to invest in infrastructure that grows with them, that's non-disruptively upgradable, that you can, can change and grow and never migrate again. Make your next migration your last migration. That's amazing when you see that this really works. And that spans across all applications and technology areas, right? It's not unique to just a database or you know, a VDI environment. It's just for that storage real estate the ability to upgrade multiple, multiple generations over time, it's gotta be refreshing as a storage admin and even roles that are influencers on storage. Uh, absolutely, it applies to everything. And in fact, Rob, that's one of the things that I wanted to do for you because I have been listening to the Pure Report and right. getting all of my information from here. Oh boy, here but we go. Like, like anyone, you know, this isn't your full-time job, is it? No. This is something that's kind of an extra thing that we do because we like it and we like getting the word out. But you, my friend, are an Oracle guy. You are database. You are the guy that's at Oracle Open World in his orange shirt manning the booth. I, we need to talk about what you're doing. No, let's do it. Let's do it. The Pure Report is my hobby. You're absolutely, absolutely right. I just kind of decided, hey, we needed to have a corporate podcast. So And, and I thank it. you very, very no, much for allowing me to participate. And fun. I am looking forward. To, to participate in as a co-host because I am in my role, yes, yes. Right, a field technology evangelist for North America. I plan on being on the road in front of our customers, with our customers, at industry events, at conferences, collecting information and making sure that we're sharing it in the biggest media that we can. And you created that here with the Pure Report. Thank you. No, so and what's going to be fun for our regular listeners is that you'll continue to hear sort of the studio produced podcast this that I is do an in incredible an format. Oh, let me, let yeah, me tell you something. No, it smells new here in this wow, studio. We've got, the, we've got the new building smell going uh, it, on. We do, here. and this is amazing in Mountain View, California. This yeah. is great. By the way, I did find an In-N-Out burger around the corner. Yeah, we down have a here. few Not of that those. Far, we so have a few I, of those. I feel like I'm at home. And double double with know, cheese, man. I, I go triple triple sometimes, oh, but geez, that's a whole other story. You don't show it. You don't show it. <laughs> 
But then we're going to rely on what's exciting. We're going to rely on you to get some of those out on the street, if you will. I'm using air quotes, right, for everybody when I do that. But uh, catching people on location at events. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, maybe out at meetings, wherever or, or, you it, can. It, it could be pure storage people. It sure. could be customers. Because, you know, at the end of the day, our customers tend to be the biggest advocates for the things that we're doing here at Pure. And I absolutely love that. And you've had a couple on the show already. And that's really when the rubber meets the road, it's customers and how they're leveraging this technology and how they know that Evergreen is real. This isn't a marketing concept. This isn't marketing wrapped around some storage array. This is the concept, the foundation that built this company and and is all about non-disruptive upgrades forever, the latest controllers with no reason to take anything down it's amazing yeah and it's actually refreshing i don't i don't know that i've worked at a place where you have customers being such big advocates for 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 not just the technology but really for for me it's for hearing about the business issues that we solve right you know extracting cost out of software licensing uh, you know, issues around uptime and availability. Uh, You're going right down the path that right? I wanted to talk about, yeah. which was from an Oracle sure, point sure. of view, if we put that hat on for a second, business issues, because yes. that's what this is all about. You know, I, I say all the time, if our customers didn't have applications, they wouldn't need infrastructure. No. <laughs> right? This infrastructure is there to support those business applications to make sure they're always available, they're performing the way that they should, and, and all of that extra stuff. From an Oracle point of view, what are some of those business challenges the customers are facing? With. Yeah, and I look at it the same way you're mentioning it, right? I mean, at the top above the database, you've got ERPs and supply chain management and human capital management, right? You have all these apps and, and things that are running the business. So what happens when those apps are either slow and non-performant or what happens when they can't transact at all because the database is not working or it's down or it's needing to get patched or there's a storage upgrade or something, right? And that's where these, these non-disruptive, th bad dates, yes, bad. that's right, bad 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 dates they're digging in the wrong place um that, that <laughs> it happens yeah. Uh, yeah that's that's where you know we run into one of the issues with oracle but honestly to bring it back the number one thing we keep hearing over and over again is please help me extract cost out of my oracle environment how do i reduce opex and a lot of that comes to licensing right the you know Cost of software in an average, you know, deal where you have hardware involved is is really about two thirds. Well, absolutely, I mean, it's, it's massive compared to when you look at what gets spent on the hardware or the maintenance over time. So that's the that's the pain that. Uh, all roles across the organization are really feeling from an Oracle perspective. And it's interesting because here now in late 2018 and early 2019, some of the focus of those business issues really is around that cost, uh, software costs. When if you rewound a few years, it was all about performance and make myself perform. And that's still an issue and it's got to perform and it's got to have uptime. But this sort of shifted a little bit the last it few years. It certainly has. Yeah. No, I mean, four or five years ago, and maybe that's more reflective of where the technology was then, right? Going, a lot of things were moving moving from disk to flash then, and people were realizing finally the benefits of that huge boost in performance to flash combined with an economic model that flash afforded then. 10 years ago, it wasn't possible, right? The cost curve had not, had not flattened out enough to yep. allow flash to be adopted on mass. It was just a lot of, you know, small niche players playing around in their garage, you know, trying to turbocharge, yeah. right? Turbocharge as much as possible. But now you've got the economics uh, combined uh, with with the ability to really to really drive out costs. But performance is is not it anymore. It, it's good enough, 
and we'll have iterations over time, you know, bringing out NVMe earlier this year. Well, and that's certainly, all good. certainly it, helped with that, but it's to the extent that you can take performance to, to make the server not have to do as much because that's where the licensing comes from. It comes from the amount of compute cores you're using. Absolutely. So if the underlying storage runs the database better than voila, not as many compute cores needed and licensing goes down. Absolutely. And the yeah. goal is always to allow the, the, the storage to manage the IO path and IO never becomes an issue whatsoever. Yeah. We'll do all of that inline data processing and, and snapshots and you name it without taking anything, with taking it away from the host. So right. the host doesn't have to do it so that you can do more with less CPU is really what it's all about. More databases on the same platform, more databases on the same core, which means less cores. And that's what translates to the database savings. Right. Absolutely amazing. And, and that's all part of this Oracle journey that you like to call yeah. it, right? So yeah. tell me a little bit about that journey. Yeah, You've the been journey. On I've been on, yeah, I've been on the journey probably more years than I want to, than I want to say. No, it's, it was fantastic. Oracle provided me a wonderful foundation for, for where I am today. But uh, the journey really is looking at database environments first, right? How can we extract cost? ensure that those run with the, the right levels of uptime and availability, while also I, I like to think in terms of helping DBAs sleep better at night. There are things that, that database administrators have to do on a regular basis relative to tuning and testing backup and restore and architecting really complicated disaster recovery scenarios and, and architectures. What if there are ways that we could simplify what they do and, and allow them to truly focus on uh, things that are innovative for the business. So, you know, we, we, we take it back to the simplicity message that mm -hmm. that really is something that resonates when you look at what Pure does for, for an Oracle. And that's simplify operations. Yeah. That's really the, the, yeah. the big thing that you wrap around it. And that's that's really more than, you know, uh, we talked about it, right? For going from just the flash, it was all about, hey, you don't have to worry about those database LUNs and those log LUNs and the redo and the temp space and all this other crazy stuff yeah. and where you're going to put it. That's all gone. But that's even that continues to evolve as we move further as well. It gets easier. Um, and being able to bring databases up and running even faster, uh, more efficient than ever. Yeah, really fast install times. That's something that we hear or, or initial ability to bring up the arrays. Uh, we, we hear from database administrators who truly get to focus on strategic projects. We were talking earlier about, you know, one of the customers that I've become tight with where he changed jobs because there wasn't enough for him to do as a DBA. And he had an interest in analytics and went off and changed jobs to a new department in his organization to, to you know, manage a set of scratch analytics on yet another pure product, which was fantastic. But they had two and a half heads working on the database environment and storage environment. And now it's half ahead. That that's we talk about that all the time, and you know we all sometimes you get blamed for marketing talking about that, but that's that's real. That's a customer doing this. That's a customer that's more than happy to tell others. And in fact, I think you did in a in a, a webinar that you recently hosted right, right. about exactly that journey that he was on and being able to do much more with less and focus efforts another place, which is allowing customers to reallocate people to. Uh, other places that benefit the business. Yeah, we went through the the top 10 ways. I think we titled it the top 10 ways that Pure transformed this customer's Oracle environment. And agreeably, the top 10 thing is sort of a clickbaity way to, to get people to join a webinar, but it works, right? People want to yeah, see sure. what yeah, those yeah. top 10 things are. And we, we meandered through simplicity and evergreen that we talked about and the performance that we we're able to provide and the the not having to do tuning and you know just on and on and on snapshots right 
right? They had a large development catalog that required hundreds of development databases. Snapshots were able to seamlessly provide that functionality in a really simple manner that didn't, again, require a lot of overhead or people managing it. There'll be a link to that in the show notes yeah, so yeah. that we're sure people can watch that because that's hearing it from a customer, which is awesome. And you mentioned Evergreen. So let's go back to the days of spinning disk and moving to Flash and doing that migration over to Pure. Yeah. Now everybody's talking about NVMe, as you mentioned, right? right? So wouldn't it be cool if we could just upgrade non-disruptively to that technology without needing to do another upgrade to a different storage platform? That's what Evergreen's all about. And that's what's going to happen. And, and Mr. Customer, you're an Oracle database. You've, you've embraced Pure. He's going to be able to go to NVMe without disrupting anything and without repurchasing his capacity, by the way. It, it's amazing. And I think uh, I'm always tickled when I see you know stories of, of folks with, with much older arrays, right? The really early, early arrays sure. moving to modern things. But there's also the flip side of that is if you invest in the last year or two, with the knowledge that you'd be able to get from A to B in a, in a very non-disruptive manner, in a very simple way, there's sort of a sense of security that comes into play, right? When Absolutely. you're adopting Pure to know, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm okay. Whenever I want to out there in the future, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and update that. But again, taking it back to an Oracle perspective, the database is the crown jewel for the company. And might, much like any database, but with Oracle particularly, because these are run at you know the, the largest companies on the planet, and they it's all mission-critical stuff to drive yeah. the business. So when that's down, the business is down. Or if parts of that's down, the business is down. What a, what a great message to be able to send as far as you know seamless upgrades. Absolutely. And that's simplifying operations with that, uh, forget the disruptions during your upgrade process yeah. and, and drive down the costs all while you're doing it. And that really comes back to, to, to what I've heard you talk about the four keys when it comes to Oracle, which is performance and mitigating risk, uh, lowering costs, and, and really automation. And that's sort of everything that you talked about. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I wrapped it up <laughs> in a pretty high level there, but well, uh, mitigating risk from that point of view. This is really, when you talk risk, is that performance? Is that uptime? Is there more to it than that? It's around outages, really, right? What we were just, what we were just touching on relative to outages. Although, you know, there is a development automation aspect to that as well, since you mentioned development, right? There is risk every time that you're trying to create copies and clones of the databases and getting those to the developers if it's a manual process and a manual type of workflow that something may get fouled up in the process and then you have to go back and do it again. Or the wrong data gets you know sent over or is not the most current copy. How about a tool that's included and embedded like our copy automation tool for Oracle, which automates that process and ensures that the right data goes from A to B to the developers and does it much faster because you can automate some of the processes that are typically manual. I mean, we have, we have customers who have not just 10x, but like 100x or higher improvements, right? Where development activities take hours and hours or days and now there, I had a guy at, uh, at Microsoft Ignite conference come up to me from, sure. a, from a customer in Latin America, and he was there for Microsoft, but he also ran the, the database estate, and we'd shared some emails. He came up and gave me a hug, <laughs> right? You gotta love he that. He gave me a hug. He gave me a hug, and he said, before integrating your tool, it took us about three or four hours. And we started using pure snapshots, and it took 10 minutes. And then we used your Oracle copy automation capability, and it took one minute. 
Beautiful, right? That's Crazy. beautiful. That's, yeah, that's, that's business that's, transformation, that's, even though we talk about it a lot, right? That's absolutely transformation. Yeah. And we talk about it, and that's what happens. So, so you bring up Ignite. We started talking about Orbital. Yeah, Orbital, we were there at the beginning. We'll come. Yeah, we may right, let's, let's go full yeah. circle. So back to Open World. What was the lots of customers coming up to the booth? What, what were some of the conversations? Were there common questions? What were customers asking about? My, my favorite thing, now that I've been a year at Pure and a few conferences, my favorite thing is when storage admins and or database administrators come up to me and say, number one, I'm an existing Pure customer. I just wanted to come find you here and say hello and see what cool gear you're handing out, right? <laughs> when number you got two is always a question. Okay. Do you want to see my arrays? Ah, okay. And I go, absolutely, show me your arrays. And what do they do? They pull out their phone, absolutely. they click on the Pure mind. One app, yeah. and they fire up their Pure One app, and they show me their arrays. But not only that, they show me the statistics for what is running on those arrays. And they go, oh, right now we're sitting at 3.5 to 1 data reduction, and those are running Oracle. That's absolutely that is, wonderful. What a great thing to have somebody come up and show you your technology and what it's doing and seek you out at a conference. And I can say at other shows I've done at other places, that wasn't always the yeah, case. I, yeah, I don't we were think anyone's ever done that to me no, historically. No, we were standing at the edge of the carpet trying to drag people in, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's amazing. And yeah. the, a Pure One and the app are absolutely amazing. And I know you've you've talked about it before and you have a show coming up uh, not too long from now. I think about so, that. yeah. Exactly. I think we're, we're looking at uh, either being in London for Open World in January or Ooh. Singapore. They're, Oracle does this periodically. They're, they uh, bring out regional events into the different theaters. Sure. And I haven't done it the last few years, but now there's going to do one in London, they're going to do one in Dubai, and one in Singapore. So. That, that, that's awesome. And I think uh, the success of Open World here uh, you know, lends itself right to that, for sure. We had some good traffic. And it was nice because we were actually invited by Oracle to participate in what was called their infrastructure showcase. So they had a number of vendors that had pods and booths in that infrastructure uh, showcase, and we were one of those that were invited. We've actually been doing some work with them uh, around a solution with what's called their private cloud appliance, right? It's a uh, engineered system designed specifically for aggregation of virtual machines and can handle different operating systems. So you can run Microsoft, you can run uh, Red Hat Linux, you can run Oracle Linux, you can run different VM environments. Uh, and we have this one customer who's looking to use Pure to do the disaster recovery. And so we're, we're, we're doing some testing and doing some work. So that's why they invited us and we kind of showcased some of the solution work. It hasn't all debuted yet, but we, we previewed uh, More to come. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. More to come, which is good. There was also a session as part of that as well. Yeah, that right? yeah. Our Oracle ace, Ron Aikens, who lives in uh, the London area, or he's from the UK. I think he's south of London uh, on the coast. He did a presentation on, he does a lot of work uh, for Pure and on his own around Ansible automation for databases. So the same thing we talked about earlier around development test and QA, uh, DevOps workflows, but in this instance using Ansible as one of the common you know, tools out there that people utilize as a way to do this with Oracle databases and then tie it into Pure Array. So he had a little session that was pretty well attended there. It was fun to watch as well. That is absolutely a topic for another podcast because yeah. I love to drill into that, especially when you start talking DevOps. Um, it fits right to what our customers are thinking and being able to integrate that entirely together is, is perfect from their point of view. Absolutely. So most of what we've been talking about has been 
and flash array based. Yes. based. Uh, I, I know we also have some interesting things happening in the data warehousing space, mm -hmm. right? And, and being able to use uh, Flash Blade to do some interesting things. Any high level interesting points along those lines? Yeah, I actually I'll do it with another customer example. A quote, I was on a call yes. with a customer a few weeks ago and we were talking about basic database things and then we probed into the data warehouse and somebody, I was on the phone, so I don't know exactly who it was on the other end, but right, his right. line was, and I quote, uh, we have a glacially slow ETL <laughs> to our data I warehouse. Have, I immediately have a picture in my mind and it's not. Right, and I love that adjective, like glacially is, is slow. That's the slowest of the slow. Yeah. And that is you know, a great entry point that we had to go and, and talk about the benefits of, of FlashBlade and what FlashBlade can do uh, for Oracle data warehouses, but with the added benefit that you've got enterprises now taking on the need for all these, these modern data types, right, for the next generation analytics. Sure. And in a lot of cases, they're living in data silos. I remember talking to, to yeah. a, a bank in Australia a couple years ago. Uh, but that's we true for everybody. Seminar. Yeah, that's it's still true the case. for everybody. But what they saw was all these, uh, these shadow silos of analytics data were just popping up. People were just you know, creating their own environments and they had no control over them. Well, what about a solution? What about Flashblade as a way that you can uh, get rid of the glacially slow ETL process, number right? Because we can do great yeah, yeah. ingest rates of data. But number two, have something because it's agnostic to data and data types and other analytics applications where you can take your analytics workloads and combine them along with your data warehouse. Because ultimately, that's what the people want to do. The data scientists and the people that are running reports and are running queries, they just they want to be able to get to you know clean, accurate data and have it run reports for them, not in hours, but in minutes or in real time. Why, why that, not a platform that's the goal. like Flashblade to do that, right? That, that's absolutely the goal. That's what data warehousing is all about. That's what Oracle Analytics is all about. And yeah. and so, dude, when we started, we thought, yeah, we talked for 10 or 15 minutes. We're working yeah, on 20 now. It's are. like, we're rolling. Oh, this is just going to keep going. So. Well, and I wanted to get back to you, you okay. know, flipping, flipping the switch. I, I, I have I a few more it, things you can for switch me. It. Okay. But I wanted to flip it for you. You're right. extremely experienced in the industry and around storage but you're new to Pure. Yes. So I wanted to get your top two, maybe three impressions about Pure and what you see. It can be around products, it can be around people or some combination thereof. After two months now, six weeks? Uh, about six weeks. Six and weeks. I, you know, the first thing I'll say is, uh, um, orange isn't a color, it's a culture. <laughs> That's where I'm going to start. But you didn't say cult. No, it, it, absolutely. That's it's a, a culture and it leads to people because I have been welcomed like you would not believe from people that I know from previous lives and people I don't. It's absolutely amazing what is going on here right in the middle of Mountain View. We're in Silicon Valley. This is just being a part of things that are changing. And when you get an inside look at some of the roadmaps, it's even more intriguing as to where this company's going, what it's going to be. Uh, I'm also learning that a lot of things that I knew about storage, and it goes back to the find, founding of this company, right? Because we know that uh, customers typically would buy a storage array, they spend six months migrating data onto it, they get some value out of it for a couple of years, and then they go through that process again where they're going to migrate mm -hmm. to something else. And I've done that with customers again and again and again and again. But once you move to a fundamentally different approach to managing storage that's completely different, you design a storage array 
not understanding the way the industry is supposed to work, you do things fundamentally differently. And that's the root and the heart of Evergreen. And that's really why Evergreen is not marketing whatsoever. This, In fact, I don't know that I like the name Evergreen, to be honest with you, because I don't think it, it really drives to the part that this is technology-based. And this is based on an ability to purchase a storage array back in 2012 and seamlessly upgrade it continually until now 2018, 2019, and beyond. Software and hardware. Uh, software and hardware, absolutely. And that's a good point because they're both part of Evergreen. And and doing it from a mobile device, from a phone, where, like you said, I've seen customers launch upgrades from their phone. And I go, wait, what did you just do? It's like, oh, no, we, we don't do our storage microcode upgrades on a weekend. We do it on Tuesdays at 10 o'clock because we know they're going to work well. And everybody's here if there's an issue, but there's not an issue. So it, and nobody notices. And nobody notices. There's no blip. There's no, hey, what happened? What did you just do? There's no phones ringing, right, with, with, with an alert. Yeah. You know, uh, people and, freaking out. The, the fact that one thing that I truly understand now is stateless versus stateful when it comes to storage deployments, because that's the key to Evergreen. And that's something we should talk about another time. Yeah, well, I'm sure it's come up sure. on your, on your, your We've shows done, in the yeah, past. Yeah, actually, one of the first ones we did was with Kevin Rickman, who's yeah. the, the PMM for Evergreen, and that was great. And he's got a great radio voice, right? I mean, he, he made me he made my voice look amateurish <laughs> with, with his radio we voice. We both have faces for radio. Yes, for sure. <laughs> And, uh, and I think just in the last month, we published one that's gotten some pretty good uptake around the Evergreen Storage Service, which again yes. is something you and I can chat about another time, but basically yeah. storage as a service, right? A different economic model, giving people an OPEX model rather than CAPEX for consuming storage and, and using Pure to do that. And that makes complete sense. Really now, cool model. Combine well. that with some of the Amazon cloud announcements yes. that we've made. Holy exactly. Cow. I know, it's mind blowing, uh, right? It, 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 it is when you look at it. So yeah, I'm, I'm anxious to learn more. I'm anxious to get my microphone into the field, uh, uh, reconnect with some people here and, and introduce myself to new people and find out what's really happening and what our customers are doing because the key is customers because they are the ones that talk the loudest about us. Yeah. Well, let's do it. I am super excited to have you on board. This was a Thanks, really Rob. fun chat. Thanks for putting me in the hot seat as well. Absolutely. That needed to happen. It That's did, the one it thing did, that yeah. I know didn't happen listening to the other ones. I'm like, this guy's asking the questions, but he's got answers. <laughs> I've skated by for eight months. He's got so answers. It was good you put me on the hot seat. Well, yeah, look forward to hearing again. your episodes, and let's let's get together uh, periodically, all right? Absolutely. I think we've got a plan we will. to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much, and thank you for listening to The Pure Report. That's right. And for Pure Storage and Sam Maraschini, I'm Rob Ludeman saying don't look back. Something might be gaining on you. Take care, everybody. See ya.